marketing, entrepreneurship, and all things small business. You're listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Now, here's your host, Justin Miller. Welcome back to episode seven of Profit 911 Podcast. Amazon sent you what? So I'm an Amazon lover. Oh, I am too. <laughs> it, it is a lifesaver and it is addicting a little bit. We, we literally had an Amazon delivery while recording the last episode of this podcast. We did. And that's not uncommon. They, about every day, sometimes multiple carriers every day. We kind of know when USPS, UPS, FedEx, about what time they all come around here. You ever like ordered something and you forgot? You know, you order something and you mysteriously get that package. It has happened, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, and it's sometimes it's kind of like, oh yeah, cool. What is this? It's it's almost like I used to feel when I was younger about getting the mail, where I'd be like, oh, what's in here today? Yeah, oh, nothing but bills. Amazon. <laughs> every time they bring something, I wanted it. Or more than, well, really, my wife wanted it. I mean, that's what I find towards the holidays. I come home and there's always two or three. Like, I believe, I know last year, according to my wife, we did all of our Christmas shopping on Amazon. Yeah, I, I try to. I mean, I'm sure we'll be pretty close this year. I maybe am a traditionalist and I might go buy myself or my wife something at the mall or if, I, if she wants something specifically at a store. But it is... Um, Super easy to buy everything on Amazon. Well, it just, really is. It's kind of ridiculous, too, what you can get. So you can get specialty items. There's very few things you can't get. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that... So here's a delivery the other day. Can of WD-40. All by its loans himself. $5. Who's, you, who's making money? Can you even get that at uh, the auto parts store for 5 bucks? I, I bet I could. Maybe a dollar cheaper. But still, they got to ship the thing and get yeah, it here. No, that, I, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't I, make any sense at all. No. Oh, here's another good example. I got a giant baby gate, Mm -hmm. you know, because we're trying Mm -hmm. to block off stairs. So the the box is like 36 by 36 inches. The thing was $13. Delivered. Yeah. In two days. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's making money on that. And if I tried to ship something that big second day, it would cost me 40 bucks. Yeah. All right. But I digress. So Amazon sent one thing that was really strange this year. And I did not ask for it. Hmm. What was it? I, that kind of came through the microphone. Yeah. Uh, it's a Christmas catalog. And I don't remember exactly what it was called. It was a Christmas catalog like you used to have. Like a wish list. You can go through and see stuff that you might want to buy. Yeah. So it was like maybe a 60-page catalog. And it was sent to our house. We certainly didn't ask for it. Didn't know it was coming. Um. Yeah, I, I was just kind of floored by it because Amazon owns the internet pretty much, right? True. But definitely intent-based purchase traffic they own. You know, Google AdWords still doing pretty good, but Amazon definitely a search engine for buyers. Uh, and they sent this catalog, which really made me think of the old Sears catalog. Mm-hmm. I remember those when I was a kid. My parents got them. Yes. We would we that was one of the things that as my brother and sister and I would look through it for ideas from Santa. That's hey mom, I want to let Santa know I want this. Yeah. So do you remember like going through and circling stuff or, yeah. or ripping yep. out pages? Or? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And it was you'd look forward to it because it was like your conduit to the North Pole. Yeah. So that's I mean we did it for all the presents we wanted, but that is you know it was the way people were bought so i kind of dug into that a little background on on sears because sears is really famous for this and and uh amazon obviously following suit of something that was proven for many years but an interesting thing i found 
was the Sears Roebuck catalog. The first one that they sent out was in 1888. Way back. <laughs> Which is nuts to me. That's a long, long time ago. That's like, to me, I think about like, I mean, that's before telephones. <laughs> that's before tele. I mean, there's that's like, everything. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, there, there was mail. And they shipped that thing out. And that wasn't a holiday one, okay? This, you know, Sears started, that very first one was watches and jewelry, if you're curious. But the, the Christmas book, which became the Wish book, was probably the better known, at least by my generation. And, you know, that started in 1933. Still forever ago. So if you think about that, I mean, that's multiple generations circling mm-hmm. stuff in the Christmas book, sure. right? Yeah. And, you know, some trivia, some of the items from 33 that were in there. <laughs> there was a Miss Pigtails doll, whatever on earth that is. Uh, battery-powered toy automobile, which probably in 1933 was quite a big deal. Oh, yeah. Um, Mickey Mouse electric trains. That cost you like $300 now if it existed still. It probably does, I'm sure. Mickey's on everything. Mm-hmm. Chocolates and live singing canaries. I wonder how often those got delivered alive. I I don't know. That's interesting. I think I mean just, five pounds of chocolate that'll last you through the first quarter. I mean, not in the the Christmas catalog, but you used to be able to order a kit to build a house. Yeah, that's right. I yeah, remember that. You've heard that one? Yeah. I mean, in those catalogs, were they were thick. There were hundreds of pages. They weren't just like fifty or sixty pages. They were oh, huge. Yeah. yeah. So it was originally called the Wish Book or Book of Wishes. And, you know, everyone knew that that was a Christmas catalog. And in 1968, they renamed it, uh, what, the, the Christmas book catalog. They, they named it the Wish Book at that point. So everyone already knew it was always a Christmas catalog. And then they changed it, of course, um, because we have to change everything that's working. But in 1968, when they changed that, 605 pages. Wow, that's a lot. I mean, that, <laughs> wow. With... How many of that devoted to, de- devoted to like toys and and kids stuff? About half. It's crazy. Yeah, so it says like two hundred twenty five pages of toys, hmm. three hundred eighty for adults. So it wasn't just kids circling their wishes either. This this oh, no. was adults, mom and, and dad, and this was just the way you bought stuff, which is you know it's nuts. Um, I can't even think of the last time I read or even possessed a book that was over six hundred pages. I mean, I no, the I Bible, I mean, but I no. That's you're right. That's you a lot. You don't sit down and you know just circle stuff and make a wish list off that. Well, no, that's true. Um, yeah, I really can't think of anything, and I can't think of today's stage anything that compares similar. Well, even today, in, I mean, the few companies that will send catalogs, you know, our clothing stores or other places, they're sixty, seventy, eighty pages. They're unique in their own way, but nothing. I mean, that's yeah, that's. That's a huge, huge book. I remember them being super heavy, and they were fairly good size. And you could, I mean, yeah, you could spend hours and hours going through it, looking at the same models wearing the same clothes and, and di- <laughs> you know, different things and pajamas. And yeah, that's uh, that's like a trip down memory lane. From I mean, I we, we we have like the ads in the paper still. I guess that's the closest thing, but it really doesn't compare to the giant catalog. Um, and there are other businesses that 
you know, used catalogs in the business space. The most common one I can think of is Uline. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, those are, I mean, but <laughs> that doesn't cause any great excitement when that comes. No, no, we aren't sitting there selecting different sites. Well, no. so, someone's sitting there selecting someone sizes of the boxes. That's they not, want. yeah, that's not my job, nor is it any, there's no fun in that. Uh, it's like necessary items you need. Yeah, I mean, the latest one was offering, you know, ice melt salt by the pallet. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, you need that, but. But you and I know it came. This is the interesting part. True. You know, I, that thing goes straight to the recyclement, and it's probably 300 pages. It's, oh, yeah. It's definitely the thickest thing I get mailed, and it goes straight to the recycling bin, but I know it came. That's true. You know it's there. And you and I are talking, and we know who Uline is. We know what they sell. And if I ever needed any of those things, I probably would know where to find them or whatever, but. Yep. The problem with a company like that is they get uh, a name, and then that person leaves, and they get another name. So when I bought your company, I took over the lease. I would say when they mail those, I would get three or four of those at a time. <laughs> I couldn't even get the, the, our, our mailbox open because they would send it to you. Then they got me. Then they would send it to other people that didn't work at the company. They just keep sending it out to their – they never, ever prune their list or anything. They just keep sending it out. Killing trees. Yep. You can actually buy you know offsets now for printing. I, I saw this on – uh, a book I got, you know, don't ask why, but I was reading the publisher info in the front of the book where all that fine print is. That doesn't surprise me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I want to see, you know, where they got their book done. But it said something along the lines of we run, you know, a, a neutral company, meaning, you know, we pay to offset everything we print. Mm. So we plant as many trees as we're responsible for tearing down. I don't think Amazon did that. No, probably not. <laughs> no, no, probably not. I, I'm thinking Jeff Bezos could care less. Um, to a great extent, I could care less when it comes to marketing and shipping stuff in the mail. Uh, but there are some some good lessons in this that you can apply to your business. When we come back from break here, we're going to talk about, A, who else has done this, and B, what did I notice unique about this catalog when it came? Because there's some things that are crazy different from the Sears catalog. So we'll be back in a minute. And now, now back to the Profit 911 podcast with your host, Justin Miller. All right, we're back and we are talking about Amazon sending giant catalog. Uh, kind of trying to take over the Sears wish list business, I would guess. And you'd ask me over the break, you know, what did this physically look like? And I wish I would have brought it to show you. Um, but it was full-size sheet of paper, 8.5 by 11, you know, was the, the fold size on it. And 40, 60 pages, decent-sized thud out of it, but a good-sized magazine, mm-hmm. thicker magazine. And, and when you went through it, was it full of things that um, you feel like are relevant to you, your kids, your family? I mean, is there stuff in there that you might want to buy? Uh, it's definitely skewed to toys, although there was a fair amount of electronics in it. Um, there were a couple of unique things though, uh, not items in there, but that I noticed from a marketing perspective. First off, I'm the Amazon buyer in our house. It's my name on the account. Uh, I'm the one ordering every day. This catalog didn't come to me. Came to your wife? Came to my wife. Uh, from the small amount of sampling I've done and heard from other households who received the catalog, it went all female. Okay. Near as I can tell. Which explains why I haven't seen it yet. Because if it, if it came to my wife, she hit it. Yep. Okay. And Amazon has the data. So I'm assuming they were smart and found not only females, but females that have purchased in a category, including children. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know this for a fact, obviously, and they're probably not going to release it, but I would assume that's the case because the general age group I know that has received this falls in that, that category. So it's not just, let's just send this out to every woman in America. No, near as I can tell, it wasn't. It was somewhat targeted. And if you think about direct mail, likely there was other targeting going on as well. You know, they might have targeted by household income, uh, geography, where you're at, home value, rent versus zone. There's a lot of things you can target on with direct mail. You can't target uh, with any other media. Um, So I did notice it came to my wife. Uh, It was 50% plus children's items in there. There's one other unique thing about it, and you would never guess, guess this, so I won't play the game of guess this, but there was no prices in it. Zero price. Really? So it's just more like, his. I want this. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not one price in it. Hmm. Uh, it has a little tear out inside the front cover uh, to write your list on, your Christmas list. Fair enough. Um. Differing from Sears and other mail order companies, this is not a mail order catalog. There's no response mechanism to order other than going on the website. True. So, I mean, it makes sense because it's Amazon, but this is a vast difference from any other direct mail catalog you're going to see. So, I mean, so what's the point of it then? It's not. We all already know Amazon exists. We're already shopping there. Why, why the need to send this out to draw attention to things people already know they carry? Yep. So, uh, bottom line is, it's different when it's physical. So, we've talked about this before with direct mail. We'll talk about it again. But this is quite a bit different because, yes, we shop online. um, But if I'm looking through a 60-page catalog, I'm specifically looking for stuff to buy. True. Yeah. And now, I have younger kids. And if I'm going to use it like the Christmas wish list... I'm much more likely to have them sit down and go through that than I am to let them scroll around on Amazon. That's a good point. Because they'll probably buy something accidentally. You ever had that happen yet? I have. No, no, I haven't. <laughs> so we, we've definitely had multiple digital purchases made, be it software or games or movie rentals. <laughs> yeah, that I, yeah. When Caitlin was younger, that happened a lot. There you go. Which they'll refund those, by the way. They will. And they laugh usually because you're not the only one they've talked to today that's done that. I mean, our, our yeah, you got to be careful giving technology. Our, our oldest, when he was probably only two and clearly didn't do it intentionally, but he dialed 911 at my grandparents' house. Okay. And of course, they came out and checked, so that was fun. So I'm much more likely to give them the print catalog. That, that makes sense. And, and they're more, they'd be more receptive to it as well. And frankly, the kids wouldn't care if there were prices because it's irrelevant to them anyway. They're not old enough to understand. I mean, they understand it costs money, but they're not adding it up in their head, what everything's going to cost. Um, so no prices in there, which really I thought was strange, but it's likely because Amazon's prices are so fluid. Yeah, that's true. They wouldn't be able to, if they put them in there, you go online and they might be different. Yep. The moment they print that, the moment it's not right. Especially when they get to, you know, the holiday deals and yep. their yep. Black Friday and everything else that they do. Cyber Monday and the 18 other retail holidays right around it. Um, which, by the way, so uh, back to the Sears catalog real quick. So something unique happened with the Sears catalog. In 2009, they put it online. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, they put it online, made an interactive online version of the Holiday Wish book. And I don't have stats, but clearly this management decision reflects what was going on in the company, and we're chasing things. And, uh-huh. you know, we, we know what happened with Sears after that. Yeah. It's still in business 
not here, but no, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's been through bankruptcy and there was a merger with Kmart. And, so are you, are you know. telling me that uh, killing the, uh, the wish book killed their business? I, n- n- <laughs> no, but it's where the business started. No. And there, there's a section of it. I mean, you're right that there's a nostalgia part to it too. I mean, it, it definitely didn't help. I can assure you that. Was a tr- maybe it's a trust issue. I mean, that was something, you're right, it was tradition and trust, and um, I can see why they would try to put it online thinking that was the way to go. Yeah, but save a fortune in printing and postage, right? Mm, yeah, but, I mean, if you lose half of your sales over it, I mean, that's probably true. I mean, it's just another tale of a company that lost their way, and, and, and no, there was plenty of other stuff going on that buried them that was dumb decisions. Oh, absolutely, but, yeah. But this one certainly didn't help. I mean, we don't have to get a lot of purchases to offset the cost of mailing the catalog, even if it's 600 pages. I remember you used to actually go on, Penny's had one too, I believe. They did, Penny's, you're right, I was thinking about that. My mom used to really be heavy into that too. She liked J.C. Penny, and uh, you're right, we would get, it wasn't nearly as big, but it was also the same kind of, I mean, it's like, it, that makes me think about what we got excited about as kids was looking at catalogs. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, this is how we chose what we wanted from Santa. Yeah, I remember going into the store and picking up the catalog even, so I don't even know if yeah, Penny's mailed right. them or not. That's, I remember that, yeah. But I don't huh. know. So, you know, the question becomes, why did Amazon do this? Clearly, they think that it's going to increase market share further. Do you think they did it at all to create any sort of nostalgic feel like what, what the Christmas book at Sears did? It was a, it was something that families looked forward to, or is this straight ploy to get people to remember that they're there to go buy your stuff online? I think one feeds into the other. Mm-hmm. So Amazon is not known as a feel-good company. No. Uh, from the consumer side, they are, you know, they, they're consumer heavy they'll do whatever it takes uh but they're bottom line heavy so uh they wouldn't have done it if they didn't think there was a return but i think that that nostalgia definitely probably played out in the boardroom meeting where they decided to undertake this um you also have to think about you know the target demographic of it so if we're going to parents which it clearly was uh which is my age group parents of young kids uh we are the ones that you know, heavily had that catalog. So yes, it's kind of funny, you know, I I hit the age now where, you know, the one hit wonder bands are on tour in the B grade facilities and you become the target market of, you know, the revamp stuff. It really is kind of a sad day, but, um, all right. So we skewed female went through that. Oh, other, here's, here's an interesting one before we wrap up other strange direct mail users. Okay. So other companies that from the outside, you wouldn't think would use direct mail. So online companies, obviously. eBay. eBay does pretty heavy direct mail. I'm trying to think if I've ever gotten anything from them. I probably have. Yep. I just don't pay attention to it. Google. Really? Google AdWords division. Oh, yeah. You know, that's true. You get those coupons? With yeah, yeah. You, have, you haven't spent any money in a while, so why don't we give you 150 if you spend 150 Yeah, I guess I get a lot of those. Just some food for thought there. If the Google AdWords platform is so wonderful, why can't we just run our ads on that if we own it? Mm, true. Good point. Uh, LinkedIn. Haven't seen anything from them. LinkedIn will mail larger employers to try and get them <laughs> to sign up for the packages where they can recruit. Uh, or the sales lead packages. Indeed. Got one of these misdelivered to me, actually, from another business locally. Uh, Indeed promo code for for hiring staff. Uh, Once again, an all-online company sending direct mail to drive leads. So I would encourage you to think of what you can do. Um, Can you use a catalog in your business? Even if you're a service business, can you use a catalog? 
Our Black Friday promotion that we teach is similar to a catalog. That's the closest thing mm-hmm. to shopping that we've ever done. You know, yep. you, you browse through there and you can circle the things you want. Uh, but you definitely you should look into it. Uh, predictions on how this plays out for Amazon, I don't think we're going to hear. I, I think that some media is going to pick it up at some point if they're smart or some business media will, but Amazon never releases numbers on stuff like this. Um, it's tough to say because they own so much market share already. It, it might even be a branding play to reinforce their position. Amazon also gets to play by different rules. I think they generate profit now, but you know they didn't until pretty yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they get infinite dollars to play with, unlike small business. So you have to be a little more careful with yours, but it's definitely a lesson to be had just in the fact that this goes out. And any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? Now I want to go see if I've got one at home. I'm going to have to (laughs) quiz my wife later to see if we received one. Yeah. So hopefully you've enjoyed this trip down memory lane. Uh, Next week. Ooh, here's a fun one. Is your tech staff holding you hostage? What I... This is a business I didn't mean to get into, but I got into. People coming to me asking about their staff and if they're being held hostage and if we can help. So coming up next week, hope you enjoyed it. If so, like, share, save, give us input so we can continue to crank out more episodes for you. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave your comments. For more information on how Profit 911 Consulting can help grow your service business, visit Profit911.biz.